0: Welcome back to our Tuesday episode of the 3 Plus 1 Podcast, where we are joined by the amazing co-host, Tracy Bonner. What's up, y'all? And the noted newly released author, Solomon Hill-Fleet. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Who just wrote the book. Fuck boy. Okay, so, <laughs> Solomon and Solomon, welcome back. Thank you for joining us on this Tuesday Now, one yesterday, we talked a little bit about the book. We kind of talked about the whole concept of uh, the title of your book. Mm -hmm. But can you tell us uh, briefly what this book is about? It's very briefly in your own words.
1: What is this book about? It is a a boy to man story of you dealing with. Your own trauma A roman Is what mm-hmm. we would call mm-hmm. this A mm-hmm. coming of age story mm-hmm. That
0: this young man Undergoes And goes through In this text That's it And he goes from Being made a one type of young man And really growing into a man yes. And so readers will be able to go through this journey with him And then even relate to the, Either as a man what they've gone through Or as a female what they have experienced From men exactly. in their life Or the men they know and love Whether it be brothers, Sisters, sons dads, Yes. The whole experience parallels. What is a universal lesson About life that I will be able To take
1: away from reading this book mm. Mm. That is a That's mm. a heavy statement I think the main thing is we have to allow people to grow. Mm
2: -hmm. You know, I
1: think Obama talked about that this week. Sometimes we're so conscious and we're so woke that we just do not allow people to become full people. Who you were at one point is not who you are your whole life. That's for women and men. Like, that was something as a man I had a problem with. What a woman did in the past does not have anything to do with who she is now it still was a problem Mm -hmm. but i realized hey how can i judge her for that when i don't want somebody to judge me for who i am or who i was or who i'm working through Mm -hmm. so just allowing people to grow and become people that they you know is the lesson that we can take away from this text
2: well that is amazing that you say that i was reading the book okay okay. i appreciate uh, that (laughs) (laughs) some points uh Uh, That came up for me on page 91. You say every man remembers the moment where some part of themselves that was sweet or innocent changed (laughs) in that moment. They realized they never wanted to feel that way again. That was my moment. It was that pain that caused me to be a fuckboy. A fuckboy is someone who hurts other women intentionally or unintentionally. This is where the story continues. What was that moment? Please explain to me because <laughs> I have met so many men who have been hurt once, and that one time has changed how they deal with women, but I can be hurt 60. 60- Thousand, thousand times, times and, and still and, and wolverine open healed. myself <laughs> up yeah. to be vulnerable. And not, don't
1: be a bad lady you you don't know. carry out that baggage you right. know. don't be bitter right.
2: yeah so <laughs> I, what was that thing what was that pain so for
1: yeah. you? women heal like wolverine like they said you know when they deal with uh and i thought that was a funny quote but for me i had a i was had an ex relationship that i was in we dated from like 23 to like 27 Met her in college. Mm. And I was like, okay, we've been together so long. I think I should probably marry her. I probably should start looking to premarital counseling. Like, I was taking all these steps. And in my gut, I still felt like it wasn't right. But I felt like the right thing to do Mm -hmm. was to do that. And she knew and I knew that it really wasn't the right fit. But I was just trying to make it fit. And because I was trying to make it fit and I wouldn't say what we both need to know, she said it. She was like, you don't really want to be with me. You like the idea of me. You like how this looks. You don't want people to see this happy relationship thing fail. And so when she said that, it kind of was what needed to be said. But I just it hurt my ego. It hurt my pride. And I was like, I don't like how this feels. Hmm. So because of that, I'm going to make other people feel this way. I'm not going to let anybody hurt me like that.
2: So, she didn't cheat on you? She wasn't, you know, talking about you to her her friends? It wasn't an issue with your sex? Like, Mm -hmm. that hurt you that bad. And so, you became a fuckboy. So, in that, after that, how would you deal with women? Like, I had a
1: big thing where I couldn't really be vulnerable with women. Like, mm. that's one of the main things. They would just say, you would kind of, I, I did what I would call surface level vulnerability. They would mm. tell me something really deep, and I would tell them something really surface. And mm. most people would feel like I shared something with them, and I wasn't. And then I would meet certain women, and they would be like, I need you to give me this. Mm. And I was like, I don't know how to do that. And because I couldn't meet their vulnerability, it just wouldn't work. They would just be like, I just don't feel like you really are giving me yourself. You holding on, for and I couldn't do it. I just couldn't do it because yeah. I didn't feel comfortable doing that anymore. I was like, "No, nah, I'm not gonna do this." Because I, I felt like I loved this person, and I was giving them all this, and I was ready to do all these things, and they didn't
2: want to do it. So I'm just not gonna do that no more. So now that you're transformed, <laughs> okay, into a beyond fuckboyism, <laughs> um, what are you learning about being vulnerable? I think the big
1: thing I'm just learning is that you. It's not a perfect process, mm-hmm. but honesty is really the key. And I think it's just being more honest about everything. And, you know, one of the things I'll tell like the girl I'm dating and I'll just be like, Ebbs and flows, but I'm gonna tell you how I feel in this moment. If if in this moment this is how I feel, this is how I feel. Mm-hmm. As opposed to in the past, just sitting on it, saying, Maybe she can't tell that I'm not happy right now. Maybe I'll just hide this. Now I'll just be like, I'm not happy in this moment. It may not have anything to do with you, but it's how I feel. It's just communicating more, letting people know that you're gonna
2: communicate more and then the therapy part of it too. Yeah. You know, working through it and just realizing Therapy. What talk a little bit about that. Like are you seeing a therapist yeah, I or what am. Oh, okay?
1: But you know, that was actually a suggestion. The girl, that was actually her suggestion because she got there. She started doing therapy after a really bad breakup. She's mm-hmm. like, you got a lot of unresolved stuff. You probably should do therapy. It was kind of like a suggestion. Mm-hmm. But it was more like, a, you you should do this. Yeah. If you're going to talk to me, you need to do this. Wow. <laughs> and so, I just started doing it and it just really was, she's like, you have a, uh, she's like, you have an issue with, you know, not being in control of certain situations.
2: Mm-hmm. And so, I
1: had to kind of reconcile that. Like, but even with the breakup, The fact that I didn't break up with her was why I was upset. Mm -hmm. Not that she wasn't right. I just wanted to control the situation. And when she broke up with me, I was like,
2: how dare you? Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. How dare you? The fact that (laughs) you decided to to go to therapy for your now Mm -hmm. girlfriend is very telling. Because I know that men don't do something unless they're really feeling
1: that, the, person. that person
2: so what is it about this particular woman that allows you to be more vulnerable that allows you to be more honest and transparent and get your butt up to go <laughs> to, to a therapist I'll be like honest, what did she do or what does she possess i don't know i think the reality is she heard me say all these terrible
1: things quote unquote and she didn't judge me for it mm. she was like everybody has a past she's like what are you doing to work on it though and you know, when if I feel like I can share things I've done and you can say I understand mm-hmm. and it's not held against me, then oh okay, we can we can build from there. And sometimes I still have to remember that. Like who else could hear you say certain things and say, This is some part of you, but I'm okay with this risk? Mm-hmm. And that was the big thing. For was
2: me. it her approach that that allowed? I definitely think it
1: more... was her approach. There, you know, there, like there was a girl I dated before that was just really abrasive, mm-hmm. and even though it was necessary, even though what she would say wouldn't necessarily be wrong, mm-hmm.
2: I just didn't like the approach. Mm-hmm. Like so, so I know you can't speak for all men. Yes. But what is the approach that gen- generally speaks to a man?
1: Hmm. I think. It comes down to understanding how, who that man is fundamentally. I think most men, because of our ego, it's you can tell us things without telling us things. Like for her, she's big on I'll do it. And it's reflection of how I really wanted to say. Like if it was something of, hey, I did. I feel like you need to go to therapy and you don't. She might say something like, hey, so I found this. And this is this, this, this. Oh, she had subtle ways. It should be subtle ways. Now, with another girl, she might be like, you need to take your ass therapy. And I'd be like, okay.
2: So, so what you're saying is we have to do a better job at learning who our mate is and, and how their, they language. Receive, yeah, yeah. their language. And how
1: they receive things. And, you know, I think the key of it on both sides is just being very honest. Like, you know, I probably should have told certain girls your past is a problem. And I don't want to date you because of that. But instead, I would just be like, no, nah, it's not an issue. And in my head, I'd be like, I'm not going to be able to get over this. But I'm not. But gonna you, you knew that.
0: you weren't. You just weren't being honest. You in know, that's kind of being honest. want
1: to control it. So I don't know. I don't, this is
0: interesting, Tracy. I don't know if I. I don't know if I agree with the the summation of you need to consider how you approach the man. I feel as though you should be who you are Mm -hmm. and he needs to accept you for who you are Mm -hmm. and he should be who he he may be and you have to accept it or not. Mm -hmm. I think that either way it goes, you need to accept each other for who you are and then grow together. Okay, okay. But I think it's unfortunate for women to say, let me play this game of... uh, Sherlock Holmes nah, I know to saying. understand this man and figure out his psychosis and then learn how to approach him if I want.
2: I think that's with anybody. I don't mm-hmm. think it's a man woman, th- a that's man thing. Event. I think it's a man and woman. I respond to men differently who are gentle with me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, the last guy I dated seriously, I remember saying to him, Please be gentle with me with your words, because when you say it this way, I retreat. Mm-hmm. I don't want to engage with you. I don't feel open with you. You scare me.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So I do think we need to. It's a way we it. need it's to a know to how to approach. So I'm not saying be docile and. No, you know, but, 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 but I I'm think the key
0: is what you did. You that's not what you what you're talking about. Is not what I'm saying. When I, what you're talking about is being honest and forthright, telling your partner how you want to be
1: treated. You're saying
0: don't, which is censor what you should yourself. do. Correct. You're,
1: you're saying don't censor yourself. Right. You're saying. So
0: if you have a man who doesn't want to be told what to do, he will be offended by you telling him to, how to treat you because yeah. he's like, no, I want to teach you how I want to treat you, and so you doing what you just said is exactly what I'm saying. You should do be honest and forthright. About what you, who you are, and what you want, oh, yeah. and he should do the same things. You guys can in the be- in the very beginning know if this may be something that you want mm-hmm. or not. Oh, oh, yeah. think we're saying yeah. the same thing. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah. Well, yeah. well, that's exactly what <laughs> Whitney Houston and Robin Crawford did when they. Uh, pursued or started a wonderful and beautiful lesbian love affair (laughs) as has been recently revealed by the 58 year old Robin Crawford in her brand new memoir A Song for You My Life with Whitney Houston Uh, it was revealed last week that you know Robin and Whitney did have a, a physically intimate relationship that ended when Whitney pursued a music career Uh, In large part due to her mother and the influence that her mother, Sissy Houston, had in their life. Mm -hmm. Uh, Robin reported to People Magazine, we wanted to be together and that meant just us. Whitney ended the physical part of their relationship early on soon after she signed a record deal with Clive Davis at, uh, at, at Arista Records. She said we couldn't be physical anymore because it would make our journey even more difficult. She said, if people found out about us, they would use it against us. And back in the 80s, that's how it felt. So I kept it safe and I found comfort in my silence. What do you guys think about this new um, Mm. admission from
2: Robin about her time with Whitney? I'm going to speak to this because I remember being eight years old and my aunt saying Wendy Houston is a lesbian. Yeah, that's been kind this of This was thing. never to me something that was not known. No. Um I think her relationship with Robin was always on, uh, at the forefront of
0: I guess known. my
2: parents and my aunts Well the horrible
0: horrible horrible Wendy Williams. Oh. You know, it's, would talk about it often on her radio show and I think it was kind of known I, out there. Uh, many people do like Wendy. You know, Tracy I love Gets Wendy. Whisper. So Wendy's you you been doing, this you, can, How you, doing? Yeah. <laughs> you can you can like Wendy. It's
2: fine to like oh, Wendy. You know, man. I do not And she's going to be interviewing Robin oh, wow. uh I think this week. So I'm really excited. And that about even that.
0: further speaks to why I am disappointed in Robin Crawford and her book. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'll talk about it. But I do not like. It, it, there's a, another podcast that's very popular called The Read. Yeah, I remember. And that. on The Read, I feel as though Chriselle is a phenomenal personality who always bows down to Kid Fury, and she has no real opinions of her own, and she's constantly backing up whatever he says. If he likes the Golden Girls, she likes the Golden Girls. Mm. If he, if she like, if he loves chocolate ice cream, she loves chocolate ice cream. So, Tracy, I want you to always proclaim your love for things that may be contrary to what I cause I hate Wendy I can't stand her. Oh my god. I've hated her. I love you Wendy. Whatever. She's she's, she's messy. I can't stand but her. She probably, watch a show. She's messy. She looks like a squid. Oh my, I just
2: oh my I do god. not. I love you, Wendy. <laughs> if this like gets her. out to you, I love you. And I Wendy be on the show, no, no, I, I absolutely
0: you. hate you. <laughs> You could not pay me <laughs> to come on your show or even to watch your show on television. He's speaking for How you show. doing? I hope you're doing well. you're not on TV and next year. I can't stand you. Oh my God. But with that, I love you. She has a huge following. She is awesome. Proud, she does. proud of what she's been able to do with her list of C and D list celebrities. Ooh. Now, in regards Ooh. to Robin, I do not like when people come out posthumously, you know, around someone's life.
1: That I feel you.
0: You didn't come out, Robin, saying that you was sitting here uh, playing conilingus games with Whitney Houston during her lifetime. Why are you coming out now?
2: I believe she's coming out now.
0: Because she did. Not, uh,
2: yeah, not and I think she did now because it's years later. It's not right after she died. And so she's not riding the coattails of her death.
0: Maybe she needs Um, some money
1: because she can't get any money. That was that that was my thought. But I do hear you that she didn't capitalize on her death and because she hadn't written
2: the book yet. Right, she needs some time to write it. It don't take six seven years to write. She could have
1: got a good. You know, it doesn't take that
2: long to write a book. I do believe she wanted to express her love for Whitney because she was contained she was asked to contain her relationship that she had with her. And I think now... In their teens. Because Whitney's career started very early. Yes. In her teens, they were physical. But this lady was with her for years. They were. They were friends. They were. But she still loved. But teenagers, but teenagers That's true. That's true.
0: experiment.
2: Yeah, but so this, is it love this, after you've experimented a little bit? A but teenager? this woman was always a the language. They said was confident. this woman was, Robin, uh, Robin was, was always uh, so a lesbian, I believe a lesbian to this day. I, but I believe this is the Whitney's But the Whitney one that may got not away. have been. I don't. I
0: don't think Whitney. I will say on air. I don't believe Whitney Houston was a lesbian. I believe mm. Whitney Houston had a lesbian experience with a lesbian. I don't
1: think that she herself was a lesbian. I think she ah, was a lesbian. I think you would be in the minority in that. I, believe I don't she think she was, was a lesbian. lesbian. I think that was a comment. And
2: I believe she had to be closeted because of who her mom because was the in the in the Christian gospel yes. community. It just would not have gone over well for yes. her and her family. Especially But Whitney
0: got married, had children.
2: My cousin was married and had four kids, and mm. he's gay.
0: But he said he was gay, correct? I
2: her. He had the children and the marriage, and Fizzled all of that out. dissolved. He came out, it was but time
1: constraints. I, I think because of, like you said, because of her mom, because of her mom being in the gospel mm-hmm. community, because of the time. And she
2: black, and she, she wasn't an Ellen DeGeneres who could come out and be openly okay. gay nah, and still have a career.
0: No. Ellen DeGeneres lost her career after she came out. Her show was canceled, but she was, her opportunities she was okay came with to an that. End. She bounced Uh back. She did a lot of hard work. She Mm -hmm. took her knots and her her discrimination. Yep. And she made a comeback, but So I don't think it was any easier for Ellen than it would have been for Whitney. The only difference is that Whitney chose to uphold her family's values mm -hmm. at the sake of what may have been, according to you, what she she wanted. However, I don't believe she wanted that, nor do I think she was a lesbian. I think she may have experienced it, experimented, but I don't believe that experimental action makes you a lesbian.
2: The woman that I loved, or experimented with, or had a sexual relationship around me—I don't care if how good, did, even if it was said. a friend, but it's oh, a good friend. No. That I think okay. that's a blur. That's, diff- okay. that's a different. I, I wouldn't do that if I didn't still have feelings for her or an emotional soul tie to her. That's the only reason that, that person would still and be in my life.
1: I think the time is a definite reason why I just was. Con- I'm not gonna say confused. If it was that sacred a relationship, one part of me is don't ever share it. But Mm -hmm. the other part of me is you may need to share it because you felt like that's honoring her legacy. Like, hey, I love this person and I need people to know I loved her. Mm -hmm. She knew I loved her but I want people to know. To it. Know. The timing is, the timing is a little bit. The timing is very suspect. And when you said that Robin is going
0: on the Wendy Williams show, <laughs> knowing the no. absolute knowing the history, hate the history that, history, that yes. Whitney, Whitney Houston had for Wendy Williams makes me say mm-hmm. even further that this is all opportunity and a yeah. hoax. Well, so, let's mm-hmm. hear what
2: the woman has to say. I will be excited, <laughs> Tracy, for you to <laughs> come on the podcast
0: to record that week. For oh, you yes. to give us a tell us exactly what happened oh, because I will not be watching the Wendy Williams even for that. I'm going to ask somebody to
1: send me that clip. I'm yeah, you're going to see the clip. I'm, I'm going to watch the clip. I'm going to see, see the clip. clip. I won't
0: even be able to see the clip. Um, <laughs> so, and, and speaking just briefly uh, about talk shows... Have you guys seen? Uh, there's a slate of brand new talk shows that are out, including Tamron Hall. I know you watch Tamron mm-hmm. Hall. Solomon, have you seen that show I'm yet? Not, I'm not, not, it did well when it first premiered, but now it's starting to slip in the ratings quite a bit. Oh.
2: Well, I think we all are used to Tamron Hall being Newsy. the news. Um, As she went on to do a criminal show as well, highlighting uh, crimes that were unsolved and things like that. So we're so used to her doing that, that this transition, we're not used to this. So... It's not like a Wendy Williams who was on, <laughs> your favorite, <laughs> who was on the radio gossiping and now she's on television gossiping. This is uh, just a complete 180 for us. So it's kind of difficult for us to see her in this light. I love her. I think she's You great. like the show. I, I'm not going to say I like the show. I like her. Show isn't she good. is good. a great personality. Cameron show's not good. It's not, but it's certain she people needs to who do are good
0: for What could she this. do to fix the show? Or is it just a bust?
2: If she, there's anything to fix it, you know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, I, I just think she should go back to reporting news. the news. And I think she's really good at that. And I loved her in that mm-hmm. arena. So.
0: She, I think, she wanted to be the new Oprah. Everybody yeah. wants to feel that mm-hmm. void. That's too big a void. And the void, mm-hmm. you know, uh, maybe Ellen feels the Rosie O'Donnell void, but mm-hmm. the Oprah Good void. Good shade. Good
1: shade. The
0: Oprah Ooh. void isn't being filled. However, I will say that the Kelly Clarkson show comes close. You, think you don't so? agree? I, I actually think, am very impressed with the Kelly Clarkson. She's done well considering. I think yeah, I'm Kelly's very impressed.
2: personality is so blah. I'm not very. Blah. Uh-uh. I'm not very drawn to her. Um, she looks homely to me. <laughs> I, I, I don't know who her stylist yeah, is. Yeah, she on looks the like show. a big bowl
0: of oatmeal, <laughs> and she's succeeding still. I That's yeah. But, so I, but I, I, I like the show. That's so crazy. Crazy. I, you know, I'm very selective in my TV. I, miss I Steve liked Harvey. his show. I'll be honest. Guess how many episodes of Steve Harvey show I watched? Oh God! Exactly. Zero. Zero. No. Zero. Never no. watched him a day in my life. He had some good episodes. He did. Never watched Steve Harvey a day in my life. It may have been good that I've never seen an episode, but I I now record the Kelly Clarkson show wow. to like see some of the you know clips. I record the View. Kelly Clarkson and The Real and I speed
1: through them in an hour so what's the sometimes. show with Michael Strahan and uh yeah
0: Michael Kiki. and Kiki
1: I like that show I like that show I didn't think I, like I would Kiki.
2: like the addition of Kiki I like Kiki I thought it was gonna throw the dynamic off but they Wait, have really helps. adjusted very well they and do. she's mm-hmm. the millennial voice, yeah, to the voice I like to the them. Uh, you know, and
0: speaking of a millennial voice, Kanye West predicts 2024 presidential campaign. He's Gen And he is now going to <laughs> no, change his name to Christian Genius Billionaire, Kanye West. Now, what are your thoughts on this brand new announcement from Kanye West?
2: Cricket cicadas. It's the same. Reaction that I had when he said he was running in 2020. I do not believe he's presidential. Now, that does not mean he'll win, he won't win, but I don't believe him to be presidential. He's got way too much baggage for me. The bipolar stuff. We cannot have a president in the office who is knowingly bipolar. bipolar, And we know he does not take his meds.
1: Of course. Of course
2: Consistently We yes. cannot have that I just think He saw Donald Trump do it And now he thinks He can do it And I just We cannot afford If we want to go To World War III Vote this man in office
1: I can't find anything To disagree about uh, he, I think His desire To want to be a president Is, is, adm- is you know, admirable But no By no means A celebrity Should not be a president mm that does not mean you had a mental capacity to lead a country He's and when a you've had bipolar issues. Exactly when you've had issues with mental health, I'm not discriminating, but to, the country is a big thing to handle. So no, he doesn't need to be a presidential candidate, but I do think he definitely introduced that mental health conversation in the black community and normalized it. And I think we don't want to admit that.
2: You um, think he introduced? I
1: think the, he and Kid Cudi made it a lot more
2: palatable, maybe. Palatable. Good
1: you know, I think that's it. Uh, but I, you know, somebody as erratic as him, and I'm a fan of him. Somebody as erratic as him cannot be president. But well, you know, our current president's erratic too. Though, yeah. So. yeah. We we can't afford to have. We can't uh, have two back-to-back 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 back to back We just need to have some talk.
2: But here's my issue. I I'm not speaking against people who have mental health issues. I just don't believe he's going to see therapists he he has a god he complex has a i complex, think he yes. he thinks he can fix himself i don't need medication i don't need to talk to a professional i am the professional you know and so i just i i cannot follow someone who is uh, who's god to himself
1: he can't be presidential um no he's just not presidential i do think that it's interesting that there are other people I think if we heard Will Smith saying it, it yeah. wouldn't be, it wouldn't seem as bad. Yeah. So you feel as though Will Smith could be a suitable president the candidate? They said The yeah. Rock, Will Smith. I think we would say, oh, okay, that's that's fine. But Oprah Winfrey. Oprah, yes. Oprah could have done. Oprah it Oprah would work. have. Won Oprah could by
2: have done now. it as
1: well. Oprah could have done it.
0: I, you know, Kanye West doesn't have a snowball's chance in hell being oh, <laughs> president of the United not. States of America. <laughs> I'm sick of him. I canceled him. I think well, I, won't go go there. I won't go that far. Kanye West be the only thing we disagree Kanye West <laughs> cancel. said cancel. that <laughs> slavery did not harm the black community. Kanye West has come out and said so many things that have been of detriment. And the fact that he's saying this publicly with his notoriety and his fame and his status is something that is damaging the whole entire black community and the way that we're perceived by society, which is a concern. <sighs> There is no hope and help for... Kanye in my eyes. I was a Kanye West fan, my friend. Probably before you were able to buy a Kanye West CD. I had to get help to buy that first one, so I understand. You were probably not able to even go in the store and buy it because you were too young. I was 15. I had to get (laughs)
1: help.
0: I have been buying his music from day one. I was a huge fan. I have gone. I went to all of his concerts, and I have watched him devolve. I watched the quality of his uh, concerts and music go downhill. The quality of him as a human being continuously decrease to where now he is in my opinion. At his lowest point. What makes him today at his lowest point is that he is trying to capitalize on the black community on the backs of the black community in a way that is absolutely irreparable. What Donald Trump is now doing and coming to Atlanta talking about I'm here for the black people, that's based on a model that Kanye West has set for him. Wow. That you can do these, there's certain things that you can do according to stereotypes to win over the hearts and minds of black people. Speak about Jesus Christ and the Lord. Kanye West is doing it. Well, let's then, next thing, entertain them and rap. Yeah. And we'll talk about that tomorrow with the MAGA. The
1: MAGA rap. I don't yeah, even want to call yeah, I don't yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the,
0: the MAGA challenge <laughs> that's yeah. out oh there. We're going to talk about that in greater detail on Wednesday. But all of that is coming from Kanye West and Kanye West Playbook. Kanye West, again, doesn't have a chance in hell of being president. The question now is, does Michael Bloomberg Last week, Michael Bloomberg, the former mayor of New York, entered paperwork uh, in the state of Alabama to run for the Democratic primary. Do we feel as though Michael Bloomberg, at age 78, has a a
1: viable chance of being a Democratic nominee? And is is he someone that we should consider? Let's be honest. At this point, the age thing is not stopping people. People are willing to vote for a white man at 90. Just to be honest, John McCain, all all these white people... Trump. All these white people that are severely aged and we would say they're mental... <laughs> that's no, just, that's, the, that's, that's, the, that's the millennial in me, I guess. what? Severely aged? Severely aged. aged. <laughs> that's the millennium in me, I guess. But Okay, boomer. That That's not going <laughs> to... But no, that's not going to stop it. Um, we don't mind if it's a, as long as it's a white man. We don't mind.
0: That people are willing to vote for it. Because
1: Elizabeth Warren me. should be the nominee, I think, but...
0: Well, I Michael said. Bloomberg is saying that he is running so because he's afraid... That Elizabeth Warren will be the nominee, so he's running to stop her from getting it because he feels as though she doesn't have a chance of beating Donald Trump. She
2: won't win. I'll be honest. That's the issue. We don't have a candidate outside of, in my opinion, Biden. Biden. We don't. Who can beat Donald Trump? We we
1: don't, and I think he wants to go against Biden so he can crush Biden. Yeah, he's gonna crush. He's gonna crush anybody. The best platform I think is Warren, but America's not gonna vote for a female white female or well, female in general. But
2: um I think Stacey Abrams had a better has a better chance of winning. To be honest, <laughs> right to be now than Elizabeth right, Warren. You're right. I you're just right. you know
1: Um me. no you're fine. But uh I don't know Mike's track record in New York. Was he a beloved mayor? Uh it it was up in you know it's it's
0: mixed. Michael Bloomberg he was a Republican he was a Republican and, when, who, and now he's running as a... he's saying he's a Democrat, uh, but he was a Republican. Um,
2: he was. And when Donald Trump got in office, his behind went on over there to the Democratic mm. Party because he he felt like
1: he saw the split.
2: Yeah. yeah, and I think he's, he's the
0: eighth richest man either in America or the world. He's one of the two. Wow. Um, I don't. I don't know. I I I I do not I do worry about the Democratic field and Democratic nominees. I do. But I do not know if Michael Bloomberg is the answer. I really wish Oprah would run. I wish Oprah could be in the Michelle. race. Michelle. Michelle wants no parts of it. Yeah, I don't know if Michelle would be able to win, but I think Oprah could. I think Oprah could win. I would love to see Oprah get in the race. To, under the whole entire point of bringing America back yeah, together tomorrow. again. Can
1: it, can it be? Can any, it be? Maybe Jackie, I would it?
0: love to, that to be Oprah's 2020 vision as yeah, she goes does. on her great tour. Uh, so, hey, a new vision 2020. Let's have Oprah come and really make America the best. At, come back, Oprah. Come on back, right. Oprah. Help America live America's best life. With that being said, thank you guys so much for checking out our Tuesday episode. Join us tomorrow for our third and final interview with Solomon Hill author of the amazing book... Thump boy. Thank you.
2: <laughs> Bye, guys.